Welcome to the Market Sell Win Podcast. Our guest today, Rob Davidson, is one impressive dude. With origins in the agency world of marketing, Rob decided to put his money where his mouth is, starting his own business over 20 years ago. Today, he has grown his operations to be a superpower in the state of Arizona. Two topics I am excited to cover are, one, how do you best scope out a project, starting with defining the real purpose? And two, how do you present your ideas and get approval? Both are things that people working on the agency side of the fence do really well. And I know we are going to learn a lot from Rob's experience and perspective. So with that, let me welcome our guest, Rob Davidson. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Julie. I am so glad that you're spending some time with us today. Um, So in this first segment, we wanted to kick things off and talk a little bit about your career journey, highlighting some of the skills that you found to be important and the impact that mentors have had in helping shape your career. So I will ask you to just share with us some of the steps and, you know, the path that you've gone down. Now, I will say that some of our other guests have gone all the way back to childhood, which you are more than welcome to do. (laughs) It's only a 15 minute segment, though. So, you know, (laughs) Um, but no, I mean, they went back because it, it actually, in their case, was, you know, influence from parents and others throughout their life. So anyway, tell us a little bit about your journey. Sure. Uh. I like to say it's all by accident, but um, the reality is, you know, to to, to go back to the kid segment, um, my father always joked that I always knew all the jingles and I knew all of the ad slogans for all the ads on TV and radio, but I couldn't remember any of my spelling words. I couldn't memorize formulas for math, anything that was actually practical in his mind, you know, for school. (laughs) So in some ways, I guess maybe I was drawn into it early, but um, you know, I, I kind of followed a very typical process. Uh, coming out of college, there wasn't, well, this is the dark ages, right? The pre-2000s. Right. Um, I, I, you know, when I came out of school, it was a communication degree. There was no marketing design or anything, advertising degrees. None of that existed at the time, or at least they didn't at the state school I was at. So um, I did the typical, you know, internships and, and, and worked through that process. Luckily, got some work freelance, that freelance work led to some agency work. This was out in Los Angeles, then went back to Chicago where I grew up and worked in a few agencies there. Um, and then at one point worked in-house for a, a company um, doing kind of what we call client-side work. Then came uh, out to Phoenix uh, just because of, uh, just purely for a weather change. <laughs> it says that well, who blames you uh, coming you know, from I, Chicago? <laughs> Sure. Yeah, it was like one of those six months without the sun. And um, well, honestly, and the other part of that is just workload. So in Chicago, as you know, a freelance designer or a designer in an agency, you're working 80 to 100 hours a week, every week, all the time. So they always have that joke, if you're not here Sunday, don't bother being here Monday sort of thing. And so at some point, I was like, look, I can work this hard. I just would rather prefer to do it somewhere where it's above 30 below zero. Mm-hmm. So um, ended up moving out to Phoenix, uh, worked in another agency here, eventually met my partner, then to be my wife at some point later down the line. And uh, she and I started a business in 01. So um, that's how we end up here. As I say, it's it's all by accident, right? There was no grand scheme or large thought process that went into it. Um, some of it just kind of happened, I guess, holistically or naturally. 
Which I think is very common. I mean, and part of it is just not putting the pressure on yourself to have this grand plan, but just, you know, kind of take things as they come. You know, if you know you like doing something, continue down that path and and good things will happen. I know that sounds overly simplistic, but there is a little bit of truth to it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's true. And then, you know, it's funny because, you know, one of the things I've learned throughout all the years is my strengths and weaknesses, obviously. You know, there are individuals that can plan everything out in every detail and perceive that. And and that is not one of my strengths. I'm much better at kind of rolling with things. So to your point, yeah, some people may overthink this and that may be perfectly fine for them because I think that is a strength for certain A-type people. So, I'm jealous, really. You know. <laughs> yeah, I know. There are points. And I actually tend to lean towards that side. But, um, I, you know, when you try and make it too prescriptive, it just doesn't always pan out. And then you're disappointed. So you'd be better off going with the flow. Um, the best laid plans, yeah. Ex- exactly. So, all right. So now you, and, and you have been, I mean, I know you co- co-founded your business, but so, you know, I think your day job is you're president of an advertising and marketing agency. So what does the day in the life look like for um, for you? Wow. Well, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's an interesting question because the farther you go up the food chain in an agency, <clears throat> the farther you get away from the skill that got you there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, whereas my background was in creative and design and elements of that nature, uh, today I spend my life in management or strategy and planning meetings or administrative work. Very, very different from <laughs> the creative world. Uh, for instance, I have a lot of operational meetings, you know, with teams and even our own internal sales marketing proposal responses, et cetera, which is, you know, 180 degrees of where I thought I would be. Um, But that's just the nature. That's what needs to be accomplished at this level. Um, Now, I do know some friends that own other agencies that have managed to keep themselves in creative roles. Mm -hmm. um, And that's great. You can do that. You just can't do it with scale. So at some point, you know, it limits how large you can grow if you are the chief creative officer, per se. Ah, yeah, that's an interesting point. An interesting comment, too, just about the further up you go. Um, and I would say, you know, even if you're um, working for somebody else, if you're at a director level or, a, you know, senior manager, whatever the titling scheme is, you're right. The higher you go, you're involved more in those strategy conversations, but less in, you know, perhaps what you were passionate about when you were younger. <laughs> so, yeah. Um. Any okay, so here's here's one. Um, any regrets with kind of starting putting your own shingle out and growing your 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 business? Well, what's our time limit here? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, uh, you know. I think if I had to say, you know, what would you do differently? Um, I, I don't necessarily have a regret with starting the business. I will say it is not the easiest way to earn a dime. Mm-hmm. Um. And I would say that I was not the most likely individual to start a business. So I had a lot of obstacles to overcome, most of which were internal, meaning specifically knowledge. Um, so, you know, at the end of the day, a, a business is a business. It's, it's still a business, right? You've got to have a core operating principle. So, 
you know, you have to understand financial. And, and that took me a long time to understand financial. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it just is not innate in my state. Now, you can hire individuals to do it. Absolutely. Do you have a bookkeeper and a CFO or even an accountant? Absolutely. But at the end of the day, if you can't read a, you know, a P&L or a balance sheet or something, then you're in trouble. So, um, because regardless of what other people are doing, you're ultimately where the buck stops. You're the one that has to understand every segment of the operations, the sales, the marketing, the finance of the business, at least well enough to understand where the issues are, what needs focus, et cetera. So I would say, you know, that would probably be my biggest regret. My biggest regret was probably not giving myself the foundation to do it right. Um, and even though we've been successful, I would say that's more of the school of hard knocks than, you know, <laughs> a smooth sailing ship or a, a, you know, a thought out process. Um, so, but there are, yeah, there are definitely downsides. I would say, um, <clears throat> now I yearn for an 80 hour work week. You know, you end up working way more hours than that. You end up working nights, weekends, you kind of never stop. You're always entertaining clients or prospects or, you know important stars within the team, et cetera. So it kind of really becomes all encompassing. Um, You know, it's interesting. And I'm sure that other business owners would echo the same things you're saying. Um, My husband has gone down that path too. And at points was like, wow, it was so much easier working for somebody else. But then there are also the benefits of, you know, you're, you are kind of creating your destiny and there is something exciting about the creation part of it, but it, it, there, there's a lot of hard work that goes into it. So kudos to you and your partner because 20 years, in fact, I was looking up a statistic on that and, um, what was the stat? I think it said that only 25% of businesses make it past 15 years. So, um, there you go. Congratulations. You have to, you have, yeah, either that or you have to be dumb enough to stay with it, right? So I'm, I'm not sure which way you want to look at that. We'll but. go with the former. Um, <clears throat> there we go. So, all right, if you think about like the, a couple of skills that you have found to be important, and in your world, you are wearing so many different, um, I, I hate the saying, but I'm going to say it, hats. Um, so mm-hmm. like, what are some of the skills that you have found to be the most important? And they might be soft skills versus technical skills. Well, I, I think they all are soft skills. And um, <clears throat> so for me, it's it's the one really positive about both being a business owner and I would argue an ad agency at large, the one thing it brings is if you have an opportunity, you never stop learning. You know, whether that's our clients, services and products and what they're bringing to market and there's a challenge and you're always learning something new there or more importantly, like I, I you know, alluded to earlier, just even picking up skills that you need to operate in your business that you don't foundationally have. Um, all of that is really kind of, in a nutshell, what I would just say, never stop learning. That's probably the most important thing you can do, period. Whether it's highly relevant or not, I don't think is as important. It's just that desire to never stop learning. Mm-hmm. The other two um, <clears throat> are kind of, like you said, very soft. Uh, one would be persistence. Mm. Um, yeah, I would say uh, being stubborn is probably a good thing in some <laughs> elements. Uh, you know, never giving up. There are going to be days where everything seems extremely negative. There are going to be quarters or years where things are really, really bad and dire. And there are going to be quarters and years that everything's really, really great. Um, you just kind of have to always 
have a drive to continue because there will always be roadblocks, obstacles. There'll always be problems. And that kind of brings me, I guess, to the last one that at least I focused on, which is uh, trying not to be negative. Um, (laughs) It's, you know, I find it easier if you're an optimist Mm -hmm. um, because there's an awful lot of, there's always negative to dwell within. Even, even the largest, biggest, most enviable companies in the world, if you get, you know, you pull back the screens, it's kind of like Wizard of Oz, pull back the screens and it's like, oh, what's back here? And, and it's chaos, right? Or it's a mess or their operational flow is a problem or the billing department's a problem or whatever it is. There's always something that needs a good deal of work. So finding the positive light in there, approaching things from a positive perspective, approaching change from, you know, being positive about that, trying to keep your team looking forward to the positive elements. Um, you know, we're currently in this, and it's just really more for prosperity in case someone's listening to this years from now, we're currently in this COVID situation. And so it's very easy for people to focus on negative elements. Um, and, you know, I just try and keep my team, my employees, my clients focused on the positive elements out there. Here are the opportunities. Here's where you can make hay. Here's where we can push things forward. Here's how we can better ourselves as a company, uh, as a service provider, as a consultant, et cetera. So I guess between those three, it's probably it's probably the most important elements, I think, for my, and they're all soft skills. Yeah, and they're all great. I mean, I think, you know, whether you own your own business or not, um, you... I mean, the, the learning piece, um, well, I won't regurge. They're all fantastic. Um, and I think, you know, in marketing too, it's like that persistence and never giving up and trying not to be negative. I feel like, you know, we were kind of putting ourselves out there with, um, ideas and sometimes we have to help people see the magic of the idea that we're presenting. Mm. So it's like, you have to, you need that persistence Um, and you have to try not to get too down if somebody isn't, you know, meeting you where you thought they would. (laughs) So, um, yeah, so great, great insights. Thank you. Um, all right. So let me switch over to mentors. Um, have they played a role in your career? You know, not, not directly. Um, I've had, I guess, indirect mentors, like individuals. I think for me, uh, really what I have done personally is more modeled my individual behavior after other people and their mannerisms. So um, I, I guess I could say one of my strengths is is knowing my own weaknesses, right? <laughs> I'm very aware of where I fall short on the spectrum on lots of things, right? And there, depending how long you want to you know, spend on this, you can bring my wife in and we can go through a, a, a three hour consultation on this. But, but <laughs> that's not the service but, I offer. But anyway, go on. Right. <laughs> that's a whole different. Yeah. Um, but I will say, you know, and, and that being said, there are lots of people out there, even within your own company or within other sectors that you can look at and, and find things to help you kind of, I, I just think of it bettering myself, making a better product for my clients, for our company, for, for everything, right? So things, you know, like, and I'm just thinking of things I personally had to work on. Like, I personally had to work on the ability to see the big picture. You know, coming from a creative standpoint, I really wanted to look at the output and what, you know, we had from a perspective and what was standing out there. Instead of saying, well, what is the, 
larger marketing problem? And, and where, where are the other issues here, right? And how does this all fit into the scheme of things? Um, <clears throat> but I've learned, you know, a lot of things, a lot of things from just even doing my homework, how to be prepped for a call or a prospect or a request for a proposal, how to make sure we know what we're talking about, staying on top of new technology and evolving elements, um, all the way down to really small little things like making sure you're on time, <laughs> you know, and ahead of time. You know, I had a had a really good friend that was in the military, and the one thing I learned from him is if you're not early, you're late. <laughs> and it sounds so dumb, but it's like these all these little things add up. So I would say from a – I think you can – by all means, there are mentors, and, and I think mentorship is great for a lot of people. Um, for me, uh, because I was not following a linear path, because I was coming into a field that was kind of directly different, it would be one thing, I guess, if I was evolving through the marketing ranks at, I don't know, a large firm or something, and you say, okay, here's the next step ladder, or here's two up, and I'll build, you know, what does it take to get to this director level or a C-suite? And developing that, that I think is a whole different ladder and chain than doing what I did, which was ultimately just start your own business and, and kind of start from ground zero. Um, so, you know, for me, it was about skill sets, not necessarily uh, relationships or ways of managing, you know, uh, different thought leaders or leaders within the company, et cetera. Yeah, but no, it, it the way you phrase it with just learning from you know, lots of different people, it's, it, it opens the world because then you just, you kind of keep your eyes open and you're like, Hey, I really like <laughs> that, yeah. you know, saying about time. That's a good point. Or wow, the way they like presented that, um, or whatever it might be, but it's, there's so much that we can learn from the people that we interact with, um, regularly or even just in passing. So really cool, cool perspective. Thank you. All right, so let me wrap it with um, after a rough day, and it sounds like perhaps you've had one or two of those. Who hasn't? Um, mm. What is uh, the one song that helps you uh, shake it off? Wow. Um, <clears throat> well, yeah, I have to be careful here because I have a lot of guilty pleasures that I'm not going to share because I'll probably never hear the end of it. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but I'm a big fan of, of you know, I, I grew up in the 80s. There was a, an alternative movement there. There's a there's a band um, called the Weaker Thans, which is probably not well known. But they have this co song called A Cat Named Virtue that I really like. And, and really what I like about it is it's the story of this cat who's known for being lazy and narcissistic and worthless, basically complaining about their owner being worthless and to get your butt off the game. And, and for me, it's just always a good reminder that like, no matter how bad things are, you know, you just need to get up, put your pants on tomorrow and, you know, check into work and start over at the new day. So it's a, it's a fun song and it's probably not well known by anyone to be honest, but, uh, but definitely worth sharing. So I'll give them a plug. They can now, sell five records maybe yeah. <laughs> and they appreciate that well i'm awesome. sure <laughs> well awesome thank you so much um i i just love hearing you know people's stories um because there's just little nuggets that you can take away from each of these conversations so thank you for sharing with us and um and your experience and your story so thanks for being on the show thank you 